0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special Saturday edition of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show, and you, you probably know what that means at this point. Not to take away anyone's uh, anyone's memes here, but still, Saturday, Mr. Warren Hayes usually means we've got a pay-per-view coming up, pay-per-view weekend at the tips of our fingers, right where we are right here, and it's AWW or nothing that's happening. Tomorrow, Sunday, May twenty (laughs) thirty. I I, I, I was like, "Wait, yeah." I I powered through it. That's all that mattered. Um, But yeah, that's what AW Double or Nothing twenty twenty one. It's a big show. It's a big card. So that's when you get the big guests. But I had to settle for John from Wrestling Plug. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm very proud of myself right now. <laughs> no, well, I we're we're good to go. I mean, look, the hydration thing is always important. Look, if, if folks, you know, uh, it, it as you know, John mentioned hydration, very very important. 8 ounces of water eight times a day will have you covered you'll avoid you know getting drowsy dizzy uh uh feeling sick having a darkened urine no one wants that and you see myself see I'm I'm already halfway through another 8 ounce glass of water here and I have another you know I have refills at the ready like I'm uh, completely set but we're not here to talk about hydration right we're not we're not here to talk about uh, we're we're not here to talk about hydration necessarily no 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 we're here to talk about AEW. but you know i i knew i could pull off that joke with john yes because he's a good guy the john fact of course that
1: you call me john by the way still like it's
0: weird cuz i'm used to hear
1: pluggo pluggo that's what right what are you doing
0: <laughs> <laughs> but i figured here you know i, I cuz the the, the pluggo thing is you know it's among it's amongst us right it's a, you know it's a right. it, 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 it's a discord thing it's you know it's a So here I wanted to give you the proper props here. And and just in case, you know, I'm talking about you. Just in case there's people who don't know exactly what you're up to and who you are. John, why don't you tell us uh, about, uh, about yourself and what you do? Well, mostly what you do as far as wrestling goes. Well, that's
1: uh, it depends on the day, I guess. Uh, I'm John Plugo, Johnny Podcast for Metal Mike. If he's listening, I got a few names in the game. Uh, you could find me at Wrestling Plug on Twitter, Wrestling Plug Inc. on Facebook, Instagram, just doing my brand of what I like to do in wrestling and just whatever comes to my head that day. And you could all, I've been contributing at Love Wrestling CA on Twitter. I got a show between two beards, 8.30 30 on Thursday nights, which I know. It's Warren's time, but when you get a guy as good as JPJ, you can't say no to anything that guy wants to do. We bring our brand to comedy. He's also and very
0: it, intimidating. JPJ, mm-hmm.
1: that beard is—it is intense. So, yeah, he hits <laughs> me up. He goes, "We got to do something," and I was like, "Yes, sir. <laughs> Let's make it happen." And we both have beards, and we talk about whatever. We had you on this past Thursday to talk about proper hydration,
0: so which is essential.
1: So that's, that, I mean, that's what you can see me doing every once in a while. I do know, throw, throw a podcast out there into the, you know, world. I really don't have a rhyme or reason. We just, at Wrestling Plug, Inc., me, myself, at Love Wrestling, we just, I just do whatever, you know, I'm just, I'm a wrestling fan. And that's what it that is. That is what it is. That's why we're
0: here. That is why today. we're here. Indeed. Indeed. And I appreciate you taking the time uh, to be with me today, uh, John. It's very, very much appreciated. It's a good time. Uh, and, and you know, there are a lot of people at the same time were happy to see you, such as uh, R- Rieselmania, by the way, who became a, a, a right here and now a member of the Mr. Warren Hayes show YouTube channel. Thank you very much. He also adds he also added that uh, today's show is called Between One Beard. So, <laughs> it, it, and so I don't know, like you can't be between one, maybe like next to a beard. A but beard but, adjacent. <laughs> adjacent to <laughs> beard. a beard.
1: Adjacent to a beard.
0: You got to get that beard game. Well, here's the thing. It's like, I have a very, like, like, I have a scruff more than anything else, but I can't grow a beard. Like, I literally <laughs> cannot. Like, I've tried, uh, you know, I, my dream, John, is to have mutton chops, okay?
1: There you go.
0: But I can't. It, 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 I, I, it doesn't grow out. A, a goatee, though, that's not a problem. Like, I get really, really dark, you know, the mustache and the chin area but everywhere else it's very very clear and it, it, that's just my curse man i can't grow a proper a, a, a proper grizzly adams i just can't
1: I don't facial hair shame. You know, if you're if you're at least putting forth the efforts, you're welcome at the Between Two beard studios. That's all I'm going to say.
0: Well, thank you that, thank you so much. I That's appreciate why, it. That
1: is why we haven't had Spencer Love on yet, because that guy can't grow a beard to save his life. <laughs> Baby face Spencer over there. He'd throw off
0: the whole dynamic. I mean, Spencer's 15. So you got to give him time to, you know, let puberty kick in, you know, and all of that. Just give him some space. Give him some time, you know.
1: All right, we'll we'll let it slide because he's so young and it just his whole life is ahead of him. I'm at the back end, if you will. I've got a beard. He's still got things that he can accomplish. So it is exactly.
0: it- the, the world is his oyster right. right now. At at the at the ripe in his ripe young teens.
1: And I guess mine has already been shucked, as they say. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you and me both, buddy. uh but thanks so much for being here john and thank you everyone who are joining us live right now on youtube.com slash mr warren hayes really appreciate it uh like i said WrestleMania became a member and we even had a little chat with the members of the mr warren hayes show before coming live so that was a lot of fun i was trying that out for a first time part of the perks if you want to get those in but i want to say hello to those who are here like pete davies over in the uk how you doing pete nice to see you jay kearns from Armbar audio i joined them on there Uh, on their own prediction show earlier this week. Cool guys. Like those guys a lot. Subscribe to their channel. We've got uh, Thomas Goris, who's here as well. Good to see you. DGMC, Aaron Entertainment, Flowman. And we've got uh, Stina Bauer, who's who's asking you to take off your shirt. (laughs) That's
1: what I... I bring the fans, Warren. Well,
0: you, you're now. Hang on, <laughs> hang on a second. I don't want to break TOS here. Hey, oh, this is a family show. That's not a question of family show. I don't want to be kicked off
1: of YouTube. Hey, the viewership would skyrocket. Look, I said, listen, listen. All I know is what I learned last night on Dynamite, is that I'm gonna win these predictions because I'm bigger than you.
0: <laughs> all right, good. Okay. The
1: QT logic says. I get this going, this big old gut. I'm bigger than you, shirtless. I'd win. I'd win. That's just what we're doing. We're have a weigh-in. They can have a weigh-in on Dynamite. We can have a weigh-in here.
0: Listen, it's look, it's either or, right? It's uh, you, you take off your shirt, and people get really excited, or I get kicked off. If we were in a hot tub, though, John, it would be a whole different story. I think then we could stream with our shirts off, no, no issues, right? Warren and John, hot tub
1: predictions.
0: Ah, I mean, hey. Staying hydrated in the hot tub. That's right. Let's go.
1: <laughs> How you all doing tonight? Welcome to the Warren Hayes Prediction Show.
0: <laughs> thank, thank you so much, though, for the, for the uh, Just, suggestion. That, that is my
1: lovely wife. She oh. is the first lady of Wrestling Plug Inc. And she is super supportive. And that is her way. She wants to see me shirtless. What can I say? She's, you know. A lucky lady. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: And she also adds that bro tubbing. she's here for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm getting a good picture of what she's into. That's fantastic.
1: <laughs> that's fantastic. Your luck, you're lucky you're lucky at it, <laughs> sir. This is what she's into.
0: Oh. Um, well, John, let's start talking about we've been look, we've been talking about just about anything except pro wrestling, really. That's what we do. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Um Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the stream's over. Yeah. The um, no, but uh, double or nothing happening tomorrow. The big uh, AEW uh, pay per view. Uh, Tony Khan going out and saying that he wants double or nothing to be like their big pay per view. He wants that to be the big event, uh, and uh, he's promising surprises and whatnot. But you know, this is the next pay per view that we've had since Revolution, which was in February. Uh, a fantastic uh, was it, it was a good pay-per-view I like, I enjoyed it I enjoyed it a lot
1: it was a great pay-per-view up to the last minute
0: yeah. and a half yeah that yeah. Um, that thing but we'll since yeah. then we've taken off we, we you know there's been uh, different stories different matches we how uh, tell me John how do you feel about the uh, about the build to uh, to uh, uh, double or nothing so far
1: I've enjoyed the build. I think AEW is really good at building these pay-per-views up and to be a big deal. Cause I mean, they only get the four a year, so they've gotta be, they've gotta make us want it. And the whole it's $50 thing, you know, that old, that whole thing, you know, it's $50. So you've got to build it and you've got to make those people want to spend that money. And they're doing that. And I, I can't wait. I think double or nothing. I know there's only four, but I think it's up there in terms of like, it's one a to all out for me sure I have, yeah I don't think the other two even come close in terms of big builds
0: and, and it's wild because you know I would say like I as it stands right now like last year in the year of our Lord 2020 made go down in infamy I would say that all out was my least favorite aew pay-per-view what not saying it was bad but we got revolution which was absolutely fantastic and mm-hmm. full gear that year as well was just a blast. I don't know. You know, yeah it's it's interesting because I think in the minds of a lot of fans, all out is the is AEW's WrestleMania, if you pardon the comparison, right? Right. But you know, you have Tony Khan coming out and saying, nah, you know, this is the new era, and I'm you know, I want Double or Nothing to be the big one, the exciting one, and so on and so forth, and I'm gonna do what I can to make it great. And I said, okay. I mean, I'm he could he can pick he whatever loves pay-per-view he wants. That,
1: doesn't he? He loves to just, I mean, he's a promoter, right? Right, right, right. Job, but he loves to make these things like, and then of course, you know, you see the duds and the fireworks, but I still, again, the pay-per-views are really good. It's hard to say like, oh, All Out was terrible because it's not, but it is. Oh no. If you, if you rank it fourth, you could rank them however you want. And I don't think anybody's wrong, right? Because each one has its really good moments and could stand on its own so
0: and here's the thing this is what's really in it because you know we look we we just talked on it you know on you know tony khan being the promoter like and acting like a promoter you know it's like the 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 tweet the video that he put out yesterday before um before dynamite calling out nick khan you know just being "This, this town's not big enough for two cons the con man and i'm you know i'm dying you know i'm like this is fantastic you know i i I think it's great people getting mad of course people get mad for but i think we as far as mainstream goes we've forgotten what a wrestling promoter does what he acts like what he should be doing because vince doesn't consider himself a promoter anymore so and he doesn't even consider his show to be wrestling it's sports entertainment so For the past 20 years, all we've been exposed to is WWE and their way of doing things. And then you've got Tony Khan hitting the social media going, calling out Nick Khan, which is the most ridiculously absurd thing. And people going nuts about it. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm going in a real roundabout way here. You know, he did mention, oh, I've got new signees, this is a new era for AEW, we're going back on the road, live crowd, and I have some new signees coming up, and I noticed that he's he's dialing back a little the new signee thing, because the last time he did it was with Christian Cage, who came, was Christian Cage who came out, which because he was he was putting it over big time. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. You know, it's like this is huge. And Christian Cage comes out and in the minds of a lot of people, you know, Christian Cage, maybe a lot of people were expecting CM Punk, you know. See, which is fair because the way he was putting it over, it was like <laughs> this is the biggest signing ever. Christian Cage comes out, I love Christian, don't get me wrong, but I myself was kind of like, oh really? Okay. Yeah. You know, that, but so don't you, I find like, despite the fact that he's rah, rah, my promotion rules like a promoter should do, I feel like he's also dialing it back a little bit.
1: Yeah. And I think he, you know, like you said, in a way, is probably learn he's learning on the job. I know a lot of people, you know, trash AEW for a lot of things, but they are in a lot of ways still young and in their interest. Yeah. Infancy? I can't speak.
0: Infancy, in, whatever. In
1: they're little, they're little, they're still little. They need to babies! They're babies still. But, you know, and, and that is his job, and it gets us excited. But yes, when you say it's the greatest signee ever, and it turns out to be, like, Paul White or Christian Cage, you learn, like, okay, that's great fantastic, but is that going to, is that a game changer like you just promoted or, you know, barbed wire exploding deathmatch? Oh, and then, you know, you learn to like sell yourself in a different way. Right. You don't want to act like you're the greatest thing since sliced bread and then disappoint the fans. Cause in this day and age, I mean, we're a tweet away from going, yep, that sucked.
0: <laughs> no, and, absolutely. And, and I mean, you know, the, the, I, I will maintain to the very end okay, that the explosion thing wouldn't have been so bad if Eddie Kingston hadn't run out to cover John. Oh,
1: absolutely. But we'd be much more forgiving of it. If it didn't happen, we won't get what we're going to talk about later.
0: True. Oh, absolutely. No, no, I don't. Sure. But the thing, the thing, when you do see it and you hit, you know, anyway. Yeah, We, we, We digress. Yeah. And we've talked, I'm sure we've all, We've exhausted everything that needs to be said about the exploding barbed wire death match.
1: But this is what happens when John and Warren get together. Things just go. Things just things just go.
0: Things just, things just oh, go.
1: We we're, we're here for one thing, but we're going to talk about everything else.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Joe Poulin is here. Is it, how, how you doing, JPJ? I was asking myself this on 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 the on my mainstream last Thursday because he did pop on, and I always say hello to people when they arrive. Uh, and does he pronounce, how does he pronounce his last name? I just call him JPJ. <laughs> oh, so you don't know either. Cause the, I don't
1: want to butcher it, but yeah, I, I just call him JPJ. Cause brother. I'm
0: wondering if it's Poul- Poulin or if it's more like, cause me, like I live in, 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 in the French part of Canada. Right. So mm-hmm. I have, it. I, I, Poulin is a, is a French last name. So I, I just go Poulin, I'd call him Joe Poulin, you know, from around here. Well, but, he's
1: from he's from the Boston area, yeah, so
0: which makes sense. So it so. could be Poolin, pool Poulin, Poland. I just Polin. call, him, I I just call him the greatest co-host in uh, wrestling history. I'll cut JPJ. I think I'll keep it. I'll keep it at that. The
1: greatest, the greatest beard.
0: He does. <laughs> it's it's Poolin, no French accent. He says. Okay.
1: See, we learned something new today. You know, and that's what this is all about—learning.
0: L- Life is a constant learning experience, Absolutely. such as learning to keep yourself well hydrated during these summer days that are getting longer, warmer. Let's talk. About, let's talk about wrestling. Let's get right to it. AEW Double or Nothing. We have got a buy-in match on the pre-show. First and foremost, Serena Deeb, NWA Women's World. Women's Champion will be defending her title against Riho second time that these two meet Riho defeated Serena Deeb in the uh, women's tournament a couple of months ago Uh, Serena Deeb uh, was out of action with an injury uh, for a few months came back last Wednesday not this past Wednesday Wednesday before uh, in a match against Red Velvet that absolutely killed Serena Deeb looks great How's your how do you feel about this match, John? I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: feel wonderful. No, Serena Dee is money. She could wrestle a broomstick and I'd watch. Mm. And she'd kill the I'd business,
0: not, but sure.
1: Yeah, sure. But that's okay when you're that good. You can kill whatever you want. But <laughs> I wish there was a little bit more build to this. I know she was out with injury. Riho's kind of getting thrown back into the, I haven't seen her on TV in a while, so but it's a nice change of pace to have her back. And the NWA Women's Title, the only issue I've had with it is like I never see her defended on NWA. Hey, boy, so, the, the NWA <laughs>
0: has a pay per view next weekend, they and haven't they haven't single- they, they haven't announced the match.
1: No, no, but no, this is this is gonna be a good little buy in match. I mean. You know, we're gonna we're gonna split hairs here and be I, this should, you know, put a second women's match on your main card. It's not a problem. Especially when they're two talented women such as Riho and Serena Deep. That's my only qualm, but I can't wait to see it. I think it's gonna be good for what it
0: is. The the argument you can also make the argument that, you know, you, you yes, on one end, you know, you have your you have your women, um you, you have your women on on the pre-show, but you know, the pre-show is free technically it's the thing that's supposed to get you excited that you're gonna be like oh look at this great match i mean you know maybe i should buy the pay-per-view like there's always that part of it too you know so you know from what i understand at the same time is that you know when you do the pre-show you don't get the same kind of money as when you do the main show too so you know there's a whole yeah you know. but yes it is a it's a, it's a whole other discussion whole other argument that i've had multiple times in the past and maybe i don't you know
1: Right. Oh, I'm not, I'm hoping to get a rant or two out of you today.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> maybe not on this one, but I will say this. Look, Serena Deeb is probably the, the best wrestler that AEW has on their roster right now. Uh, uh, maybe Britt is the complete package, you know, entertaining. She's very strong in the ring. You know, she has her heel work down, her character's down pat. But I think... I don't think there's anyone on the roster that meets Serena Deeb right now. I think she's absolutely fantastic, and um, and I'm I'm excited for her to get into a. I was going to say a proper title picture, but she's the NWA. But you know, in, as far as AEW goes, put her up in the big matches. She is so so good, and this match with Rio, I I, I especially if if Deeb is as aggressive as she was. Uh, on her match two Wednesdays ago uh, against Rio, this is gonna be outstanding. I'm super like it's rare that I'm like super looking forward to a pre-show match, but I really am in this case. Yeah, and
1: I think we're under undervaluing her behind the scenes too. I mean, that women's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. has risen in the last year or so, and I think a lot of that is attributed to her. I'm sure she's working with those those women and getting them ready. And that red velvet match, like he's oh banger
0: and so good. So can we? Good. And can we take a moment, I know she's not on the card, bloody goddamn shame, but can we take a moment to just have a, a red velvet appreciation moment?
1: I'll drink to that.
0: I think the woman is fantastic. I think she, right now she is she, she is proven to be AEW's biggest commodity. Because yeah. th- if you just think about her past couple of months, she gets thrown into the mixed match uh, tag team thing with uh with Jade Cargill, Shaq, and uh and Cody. Big time m- media match for AEW, right? And she gets thrown in there because Brandy's pregnant, and then she gets another match with Jade Cargill where her job is get Cargill over, make her look good, and she does. And then she gets another match with Deeb and she delivers there as well. Looks good in the process but helps helps Arena Deeb look like a million pounds. Red Velvet right now is probably the is one of the cornerstones of that division. She's someone that AEW has confidence in. She's like, hey, we need you in this big match. Boop, there you go. And she delivers. That's and she right. stirs.
1: And she stirs that pot. Yes. Heck, heck, yeah. It's a big bright future for her. I predict a championship run at some point. Oh, for sure. Uh, she <laughs> she's too valuable. Nope. Yes, absolutely.
0: So, uh, first prediction of the show, chat. Let us know who you think is going to win this match here. Do you think Riho is going to retain, or do you think Serena? Uh, what? No, is Riho going to win the title? Is Serena Deeb going to retain? Let us know. But as far as you go, John, what is your I prediction?
1: Think, I think Deeb. I think Deeb retains easy. I think she's got some. Uh, some. Uh, Loose ends to tie up over in the NWA scene. So I think they're going to go that route.
0: I mean, you know, I see a lot of people, uh, you know, say, on going on Twitter and saying, Oh, well, they're not announcing the, uh, the women's match for the, for the NWA pay-per-view because, you know, it could be Riho, It could be Serena Deeb. And, you know, I think they're giving NWA too much credit. Um <laughs> uh, I mean, what are the odds that Riho would show up on an NWA match? I don't, I don't think so.
1: I mean, let's, let's be real honest here. I think it's slim to absolutely none. She doesn't show up a lot on dynamite and she was their first women's champion. So I don't know if they're going to, and I I honestly, I don't know if Rio really fits the NWA thing right now. That's a good point. It's just, it's, it's kind of a square peg in a round hole. And so, yeah, deep, Gets it done. Heads on over to the pay per view and probably take does. I don't know who she takes on because they oh, had it. They had, it. they had it. They had it. And uh, let's move on. You're that's a get whole other fired thing. Fired up and I don't want to do
0: that. But I th- yeah, but I agree. I think Serena Deeb is going to retain a lot of people in the chat as well. Are are saying deep deep deep. So uh, there you go. Serena Deeb is going to hang on to her title in the pre show. Let's talk about the uh, casino battle royal if you want if you feel. You know how this works are they still are we still doing the suits you know yeah. with are they still doing that
1: yeah uh, i think it's still the five come out at a time and then the joker at the okay. end
0: our participants christian cage matt Sydal, will hobbs i still i can't call him powerhouse it's too <laughs> corny i can't get behind it uh penta jungle boy matt hardy mark quinn isaiah cassidy the uh, the Matt Hardy house squad, whatever he calls it. Uh, The Blade, no butcher, which is a shame, but The Blade is going to be there. Uh, Evil Uno, Cole Cabana, uh, Preston Vance, 10. Griff Garrison, whoever that guy is, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick Camaroto, Dustin Rhodes, and Lee Johnson, and the Joker card, of course. So we're,
1: you know
0: see I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, uh, Before every time. Be, yeah, exactly, right? Every time there's like a, a secret entrance. So, does the. Here's the thing. What do we do? Uh, let's start by doing. I'm not asking what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. We're going to start by talking about who's going to win this. Who do you think is going to win? And then we'll talk about the Joker. Unless you think the Joker might be the guy who's going to win.
1: I have zero idea who the joker is this time around. Usually I have some kind of like, okay, this maybe it's that, but I I'm actually completely blind cuz
0: I don't know who's left for them to sign. Well, listen, let's start let's start what? with uh, the winner of the Battle Royal. Who do you think is going to uh is going to be the person who's going to get a shot at the AEW World Championship?
1: Uh I mean, if I'm a betting man, is it Chris it's got to be Christian Cage, right? Yeah, He's Tony Khan's so. favorite wrestler. It's it, it gives you that opportunity to put Kirsten Cage in a title picture with Omega without having him work a bunch of matches to get there, which sure. is always
0: that's a good job, which,
1: which is always the beef with the new like the ex WWE guys. Oh, so they get title shots right away. Don't the rankings matter. Well, this is your opportunity. And of course, everybody would be like, I knew that was going to happen. I'll be I'll be shocked if it's somebody else, because right All the people you've mentioned have little beefs within that group. And I know of Hobbs and cage have beef too, but. I think everybody's going to eliminate themselves. We'll see Christian Cage, Hobbs, and I think he'll get it done just to piss off Taz. Because a pissed off Taz is a great Taz.
0: Taz with a chip on his shoulder is the only Taz we ever want. My
1: favorite AEW trope is every time a Taz guy loses, you got lucky. (laughs) Oh, come on. Like Every time, every time you got so lucky, you're you're lucky I'm not in that ring. Calm down, Taz. Your boy, your boys just aren't getting it done. That's I what fucking
0: love him. He's so good. He's yeah, so good. Cool. Um, so I'm I'm in agreement. And Chad, I'd like you to let us know who you think is going to win here. I look, Christian Cage is a he's a former WWE guy. God, I am so sick of that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm it, it bores me to tears at this point.
1: God forbid he gets a job.
0: Yeah, shame, exactly. Shame right?
1: on him. Shame on him for working. What the? Fuck? What? Can we, say, can we say the F word? Oh, we time? can say all the words. What the fuck? Right. Christian no. Cage, how dare you go out and get a job
0: in your field? How dare you be so talented oh, that you can continue family. to work up yeah. in that age bracket and work. Strong matches Fuck you, Christian Cage You're terrible God So
1: here's An the- AEW for, for Fuck you For getting For even thinking He's got talent He was in the WWE He's got nothing left What are you doing? Sorry
0: So that No, but that that uh, Echoes Echoes some of my sentiments For sure But the thing the, the thing here That I really like About Christian Cage His gimmick His thing Since he's come in Right is uh, I'm gonna I I want a title I want it and I'm gonna work for it and that's what he's been doing yeah you know you can't it's it's not it's not like I to a degree I I can understand where people might be a little annoyed where WWE guy comes in and he gets pushed to a title opportunity you know they did the same with John Huber they did the same with uh, Brody Lee they did the same with Moxley you know and it's like all these outside guys come in and they, they get so, but Cage was like, no, 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 I'm I'm gonna work my way, and he's been working. That's what he's been doing. So he wants to earn a shot. I can get behind that. So and and at some point, you, you, you have to shake off that stigma, right? That thing where he's like, oh, he's a former WWE guy. At yeah, you know, at what point does it become acceptable to call him an AEW guy? Because that's where he's working now, right? And mm-hmm. And at the same time, like, I remember a time where people would just be moving from territory to territory and it wasn't like, oh, he's a mid-South guy where maybe he'd wrestle there a lot, but he'd wrestle elsewhere, you know? So, like, they're supposed to be independent contractors. Let's just keep that in mind. They're supposed to be independent contractors. They can work wherever the hell they want, right? Anyway, well, getting off, I'm getting off. But I, th- I think Christian Cage is definitely um is definitely the 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 favorite i wouldn't be surprised if they went with jungle boy because whoever wins here is a this is how i perceive it and i'd like to know what you think john i think whoever wins here is just going to be a transitional defense for kenny like on you know a a weekly dynamite super show that they like they occasionally do. Like the next one will probably be Fighter Fest if we're following their 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 routine, you know. Um, so uh, that's what I think. I I think before we get to all out, the next ba- the next big pay per view with the next big challenger, they're gonna give him they're gonna give Kenny a strong a uh, a uh, uh, a strong competitive match against someone who you will know won't take the title off him, but will still give a good a good match. Wouldn't you, what do you think?
1: Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want it to be jungle boy then. Cause oh, they, they do that
0: to him, right? But That's they, his role. That's what he's been doing.
1: I know, but it's one of those things where it's like, then it's he, his guy is incredible. And that match would be amazing, but it's another jungle boy L in a big spot. And you're just like, Oh, come on. Just give him, let him get over that hump. Yeah. So, but I wouldn't hate it. I would be all for it. I'd watch it and be exciting. Jungle Boy is amazing. And I think him and Omega would have some good chemistry. I, oh, I that. that I, I want to see it, but I don't want it to happen to him. I, so. But I'm behind it. Christian, Christian Cage loses though. He's still Christian Cage, right? So he can take that L and it's, it's whatever.
0: And I still think Jungle Boy, despite the fact that I've been saying for months now that, you know, at some point you need to have Jungle Boy and Jurassic Express start winning matches. You know, just yeah. outright winning matches, because no one wants to back a loser. You know, no. no. I, know. I mean,
1: I love Heath Slater. He's a loser,
0: <laughs> a no. lovable one at that. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. Um, but the uh, I think I think we're pretty much in agreement that our first picks are, are 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 is Christian Cage. I think that's the one that makes the most sense. Um, now as for the Joker. The, t- the TBA, you have, you said it at the start, you have no idea who it might be. I I don't. I I'm, usually
1: I'm like, I have a kind of an idea. Like the Christian Cage thing wasn't out of the realm of possibilities for the major signing, but I'm sitting there like, well, who's out, who's out there that's going to like, well, look, okay. Make a big splash here and kind of, I mean, it could be somebody that they already have in house. I,
0: maybe okay. a return. let's start with that let's let's start with because it, it's happened before right hangman page has been a joker you know so, so you know everyone is expecting someone from the outside but it could be someone in, in house you know by the way hello evan Wright. welcome to the chat um so so it could absolutely be uh it could absolutely be someone from inside who though Who's I'm trying to think. I'm Frankie Kazarian. That. Frankie.
1: Is he available? He's Maybe.
0: not. He's, he's not doing anything.
1: Christopher Daniels. Is he healed? Technically up he's retired. Like he's retired. You know, but that would, that would be one of those wrestling tropes where it's like, ah, I'm going to come back for this.
0: Ray Phoenix. He's, he showed up at dynamite last night. He's not injured anymore. Or at least, you know, he did a run in.
1: Yeah. That I would, I'd love to see Ray. I love to see Ray. And the,
0: the, so. the big one is that everyone is saying, you know, cause they're pushing the fact that Paul white is going to be there. Paul white to do commentary, Paul white, Paul white, Paul white. Do you think he might just step up from the table and walk over and toss some fools over
1: the, the JBL as I like to, call <laughs> <in the> it. <laughs> I mean, I sure he, he could do that. Um, I hope it's, If he does that, maybe he clears like half the house. Just they're paying him enough to be there. That's for sure. That's for sure. Get him in the ring and let him do his thing. It's this one. I, but I like that. I like that it's up in the air and that my, you know, you know, Mark, Mark fan side of it is not clicking on this one. Like I'm excited to see who it's going to be. Regardless. Sure. That's fair.
0: Yeah. And I mean, look to me, I think I found I find that at this time in history right now, I think it's the most fascinating, it's the most exciting TBA that we've had in a while because Forbidden Door, right? Blah, blah, blah. So you can get just about anyone from New Japan popping in. You know, I've seen everyone from Satoshi Kojima, who is actually an Impact right now, doing some stuff there, to fucking Jay White, because Jay White is coming to the United States. He was scheduled for, he's scheduled in a couple of weeks to do an appearance at a convention. So... so you know that that so right up right there, that's really interesting. Then you have free agents. You have guys like Andrade, who has who isn't working for the other guys anymore. Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson, depending on what side of the fence you fall I said on. That,
1: I said that on Thursday on my show. I think that that would be even if he goes back to the WWE. Just let him do it, and the buzz it would create would be massive.
0: You know the so- the thing. I'm telling you, like if like you said even if it's the one time if Daniel Bryan shows up at an AEW show I personally think it's not going to happen that's but that's just me but if he does and I eat crow on it and I will I will this is I will gladly eat crow because it will create the biggest wrestling thing to happen since AEW was announced bar none because then wwe will have let go of one of its biggest stars a guy who is still uh enamored uh whose fans are still enamored with from his indie work his uh, like it'd be one of their severest blunders i'm not gonna lie But it would be like the
1: summer of Brian, right? He goes to AEW, does a little there, goes on the Indies, does a little there. Uh, And then if he ever said, hey, Vince, I want to come back, Vince is not going to say no.
0: That's the dream. But that's the, honestly, that's the dream. But I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure, pretty damn sure, he's re-signing with WWE. That's my feeling. But you know who I think is my call? And a lot of people in the chat have been saying it nick gage i think nick gage is a is a wrestler to come in as a tba for this like a one shot i'm not saying he's signed just as a one shot i think it'd make a lot of sense because he's hot he's super hot right now thanks to the doc he's got the thing with john moxley going right like he he, nick gage has the connections to get into aew with mox with janella you know, like he he knows who to talk to to get in. And Tony Khan has proven on multiple occasions that he has his finger on the pulse of the wrestling fan. So just bear with me for a second here. He's the AW, If you are of the opinion, like I am, that the AEW audience is more aware of of what happens on the independent circuit than the, the, the WWE crowds are.
1: I'd agree there. He yeah.
0: could, he comes out to a packed arena. First live show in a while. People are already on fucking pins and needles cause they're excited to cheer for their faves. MDK man comes out place. Just b- the roof gets blown off and it'd be a nice thing, especially when like you'd get the pop. You'd get the guy and then you'd get that whole part of the story that they were telling within the Dark Side of the Ring doc where it's like he's on a redemption arc. He's trying to better himself. He's trying to stay on top of things. That would be a nice thing for him on top of just having Nick Gage pop up as a surprise on your pay-per-view. I think it'd be be wild.
1: Yeah, and it'd be big enough where we're not let down so to speak right Mm -hmm. you're like oh wow nick gage great that's crazy instead of like oh you said it was gonna be the greatest thing ever and we're like oh it was nick gage right or it was
0: like gangrel which would still be cool but (laughs) not on the same level you know
1: Covers covers matt sidell and blood and leaves (laughs) just like i would pop for that i'd be like Last time I saw Gangrel wrestle on just a random MLW a few years ago, I was like, he's still going
0: like, yeah, I know. He, he pops <laughs> up once in a while. He shows yeah. up. He was on a GCW show, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. last year. Uh, Evan Wright left us a super chat. Thank you very much, Evan. I appreciate it. He says, he, he says, if I hear final countdown, Warren, I will lose it. Because that was, um, that was uh, Brian Danielson's theme on the indies so yeah and i mean look i mean tony khan's shelling out the money for the uh wild
1: thing and tarzan boy i mean dude good for him he's got the money yeah yeah the pixies yeah with orange cassidy
0: so uh so there we go so i've it's a battle royal it'll be whatever that's fine it'll be right up until we get to the final four that's that's from that point on that we'll be interested let's so we'll see what happens uh, next, the Young Bucks, the AEW World Tag Team Champions Matt and Nick Jackson, plus sneakers, will be taking on the Thieves, the Dirty Scumbags, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh, and this is for the titles, of course. Um, this is an interesting one for me, John, and I'm curious to hear what you have to say about it. This is a match where I look at it on paper and I'm like, this cannot suck because there are too many talented guys in this ring here like it's not going to blow in any way shape or form however 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 I am not interested in this match whatsoever <laughs> like it this is one where I I can't I just can't get behind I'm just like <clears throat> I I don't know where it came from I thought the build was a little weird and I I'm not interested in it. Like, I'm not interested in the bill. I'm interested in the match, but it doesn't have me, it doesn't get me going as a couple of other matches do on this card. What are your thoughts?
1: Well, that's because this Young Bucks thing is, it's weird. <laughs> in my opinion, oh, yeah? you it, think it,
0: yeah? okay. it's,
1: it, I still can't figure it out. I, I'm trying to get behind it. The whole Young Bucks being like this over the top shit heel thing and they're doing it like blatantly like some of the stuff i like some of the stuff i don't but mox and kingston i love eddie kingston and john mox oh, this is the best thing that's happened in the last few months in my opinion in terms of like just something you didn't think you needed and here it is and now it's but the styles of these two teams don't mesh for me in my opinion like the Bucks is it's a spot fest. They usually start the card and it's just like, you know, meltzer yeah. driver after melt. And that's just not Mox and Keeks. And they're I'm gonna kick the shit out of you and steal your shoes. So I'm interested to see the way they go with it. It would be pretty heelish of the Bucks to just go with a knockout drag out fight with <laughs> and not give us the Melzer drivers in front of crowds and give us, you know, all the spots and super kick parties.
0: That I'd be interested to see. Well, that, as from, like, the way you're describing the match right now, that's the kind of Young Bucks match that I prefer. Like, I am hey. not, I'm not privy to the spot fests where, where they take 15 seconds to set everything up. You know, kind of thing. Personal preference. And I am not one of those who goes around to, Young Bucks, jump around, no psychology. That's not what I'm saying. I just have a... I, I have a preferred type of match when it comes to the Young Bucks. It's just a, So I think I'm going to get my preferred type of Young Buck match with these two guys here, with Moxley and Kingston. Because Moxley and Kingston aren't going to do corkscrew, uh, corkscrew Canadian Destroyers. You know what I mean? Like when they did it with FTR. Yeah, exactly. That was awesome. And
1: I think we're going to get that. But I think in front of a live crowd, of, which we haven't touched on, there's going to be a full capacity crowd here the crowd's going to want to see those spots. And I don't think they're going to give it to us just based on the psychology of who they're facing. Right. You might see something you might, but I think it's going to end up in some weird, you know, Brandon Cutler's going to throw banana peel in there and. Oh, that's that that Brandon Cutler that he's lawful evil now. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, it's just the, the, the new the new Young Bucks gimmick thing. I'm just I'm trying really hard it. to get I'm trying to get behind it. Like when he did the I Love You to Christopher Daniels, I popped and I was like, all right, I get but it's so over the top and I'm so used to this, you know. I'm still I guess I'm still in the Young Bucks built AEW from the ground up. And you know, I just sure. read their book and I'm like, so I'm trying to like separate
0: it. And you see, that's interesting because and by the way, I just want to say hello to Ryan Culp joined us in the chat. Good to see go you, right? <laughs>
1: there you
0: All go. The uh see, it's the opposite for me because I was uh, I, I get why the young bucks came in as baby faces in AEW I completely get it but I've always liked uh I've always loved their heel work and PWG on the indies they were such dicks and they you know they're dicks and Matt Jackson, even when he was a baby face, still was a dick. You know, there were occasions where you're like, oh, there he, there he is. You know, when he was being a dick to Hangman Page. I was like, of course, Matt Jackson's being a dick. Did I say Nick? I meant Matt. They yeah. both have facial hair now, so I can't <laughs> tell. <laughs> but it's Matt. Matt's the dick. And yes. so when they were doing that feud with, you know, the split, the, 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 the you know, uh, Hangman splitting from the elite, You know, and Matt was being super passive aggressive towards him. I was like this. Yeah, this is the Matt Jackson that I that I learned to uh, love to hate. You know,
1: I Uh, guess it's so over the top now, like they're making it like a point to be over the top about it. I'm kind of like I'm just trying to grasp it. But when they were subtly passive aggressive and that that was working for me, I don't know. I'm giving it time. I don't love it i don't hate it i'm just like I'm where's this going and how does this end and i don't know i all i know is that it's going to be interesting to have you know john moxley lose another match because i don't think that they're going to put the titles on them sure
0: no i don't i don't think so, so uh,
1: and i don't and i would oh i want hey. i wanted eddie kingston and john moxley tag team title run. i want that in my world listen
0: eddie kingston's there to take the pin if we're being completely I, with each other
1: i agree you know.
0: uh jpj left us a super chat thank you very much i appreciate it very kind super chat on top of that thank you so Blow much with the budget
1: jpj <laughs>
0: <laughs> well didn't didn't yeah. we bankrupt we bankrupt kenny right so you, you that's the money we got from Ke- not kenny <laughs> spencer kenny. I we mean, yes,
1: r- we bankrupted Spencer to have you on Thursday. So there
0: you go; it's, it's all that money flying around. It's fine. Uh, he says uh, this should be a brawl. Talking about the match, of course, Mox and Kingston should hopefully bring out the worst slash best of the Bucks and turn this into the fight we all want it to be. Like I said, I this this is I I think they're the Bucks are going to wrestle a Moxley Kingston style match, and I think we're going to be surprised at how entertaining it is. I think like the young bucks are really talented professional wrestlers and they can wrestle any kind of tag team match. I really do believe that. And I think we're going to get, this is exactly, he's exactly right. I think this is what we're going to get. And it's going to be great. And it's going to work again. Cause you're like, you said you're it's full crowd. You're
1: expecting, you know, crazy stunt young bucks, but they're not going to give it to you. So we're going to love that. But I think the fans might be like, Oh, that wasn't what I was expecting from the young bucks. And, be upset about it and you know the the young I mean, bucks you can, can never win. win you can tweet at me about that if you're you know <laughs> i didn't like it yes the young bucks will no matter what they do they will never win they'll never uh, really, they really are do. phenomenal at what they do they really I, are they are
0: <laughs> want to say hello to conrad of everything pro wrestling is in the chat good to see you and astrid pizarro as well good to see you both Uh, Let's keep going here. Um, Sting and Darby Allin are going to be taking on Scorpio Sky and All Ego Ethan Page. Um, Tag team match. Uh, This one's been brewing for uh, for a while. This is the first time that Sting is going to be wrestling a wrestling match in a wrestling ring as opposed to the cinematic match. Uh, Live in front of a crowd since he faced Seth Rollins all those years ago. John. This is a big deal. Yeah, This
1: is professional wrestling in a nutshell, right? So you've got 60-year-old Sting and 110-pound Darby Allen against two guys that look like they are, like, just you would build those guys in your creative pro wrestler. They are at their physical peak, and they look good, and they are phenomenal. Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I didn't think I wanted them together, and I think it's working really well. And of course, I'm going, well, you know, if this was like sports based, Ethan Page, Scorpio Sky, take care of business a hundred times out of a hundred. Absolutely. But this is fucking pro wrestling. Sting's getting this shit done. You're not paying Sting to take an L here.
0: Oh, you oh really? <laughs> okay.
1: You're not. I'm sorry. You're just not. I I and Darby Allen, that dude gets hit by a bus and he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I have trouble getting out of bed in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> he gets thrown down a flight of stairs and he just goes out. Ooh, to yeah. He's like, this is fine. Let's do it again. So yeah, I, I just think that you you're in front of crowds. Six years. It's been six years since sting has wrestling. He's not interviewing with Tony Ka, or Tony Schiavone. He's not playing chess with Tony Schiavone. He's actually wrestling. I think you give the fans in attendance, what they want to see. Nobody wants to see sting take
0: an L. Okay, that's okay. That's very interesting. Very, are very you, interesting. Are you, do you disagree? I uh, highly disagree, and I'm going to tell ooh, you why. All right, because I think Scorpio Sky is part of the future of uh, AEW. I think I don't disagree. He is. He is absolute. He's been f- flip flopped. He's one of the. We all we we have a tendency to talk about the numerous successes that AEW have had with a lot of their a lot of their talent that they've taken and grown you know and made it made into something special like you know I, I Ty Conchie's you know one that comes to mind but or how they rehabilitated both Britt Baker and Hangman Page from just like ooh, we're not quite sure what to do with them into legitimate superstars Scorpio Sky is one of these guys that he's been they've flip-flopped a lot with him not quite sure where to go start stop start stop heel turn mm. Now they're leaning into the heel turn with Ethan Page, who came in a couple of months ago uh, into the ladder match as a surprise entrant, entrance, Trent. <laughs> but again, like, and now I feel they're starting to co- they're they're starting to build something these two together. They're starting to really lean into their heel personas. I don't think that you have them lose here because and because i think that a couple of heel characters getting the big win over a legend like sting who is still legitimately loved by wrestling fans is a great way to get that thing that they call heat (laughs) right i think that's excellent
1: that's an excellent take that's I can think of it like
0: that. Cause yeah. my the two things that compound my feelings here are that I think sting is there to put over new guys. And I don't think it's, they brought him in to do that. I think sting is in the mindset that he wants to leave the business on his terms, which is fair. Like he wants a proper hero's Goodbye. He wants to do it one more time properly and then exit when he decides as opposed to WWE medical telling him you can't wrestle anymore. Sorry, pal and that's fair and this and i think he wants to leave the business in a better state than when he uh, then the uh, he wants to leave it in a better state when he leaves so he wants to help create the stars of the future i think that i think from what i understand of steve borden i think these are these are legitimate things that he's considering here so he sees two two guys who like you said look like a million bucks, look like pro wrestlers, have charisma, have potential, have years, decades still on their career. I think he's like, yeah, that's fine. Let's put them over. And Darby, fucking bulletproof. Dar- Darby yeah. takes an L. That's eh, fine. He'll dust himself off and then he'll start throwing himself off of shit the n- n- next <laughs> yeah, weekend. Dude, that dude's crazy. will be fine. You know? oh. So I, if if I'm booking this show, I'm I'm given I'm given the win to Sky and Paige, instant heat. That's you a, don't want because you don't want them to win.
1: That's a huge statement too. Yeah, that says this is our future, like you said. So yeah, I mean, if you want to take that route, I'm going to take that other route just to be different. That's fine. You know what? Like I said earlier, I, and, and on, you know what? I, th- difference. I'm going to win. I think chat. both.
0: I think both are are extremely legitimate in this case. Either you know, either I, you I, you start building new heels or you give the fans what they want, either right. or.
1: And they gave us, and in a lot of ways, like you think about it, they gave us what we wanted with the cinematic match, sure. having being wrestle and show up on a weekly basis. And, and I mean, they get more involved. This is Darby's just going to take a beating and... Sting's going to do they're going to make it look like Sting did a lot but he's not going to I don't think he's going to give us a you know 20 minute match I don't think so either <laughs> no. they,
0: they, they, you know a, a, a seven minute match seven eight minute match where Darby eats shit for six minutes and and you know what the audience wants I'll tell you what the audience wants above a sting victory they want a stinger splash they mm-hmm. want him to do woo, and they want him they want him to, they, they want a scorpion Deathlock.
1: that's what they want on Scorpio
0: sky scorpion death lock on scorpion sky say that five times that's inception shit right there cyclops is better than wolverine is with us and he left us a super chat thank you very much says i may be alone on this but i don't care about sting there's there's something you don't hear often i agree but what what do you i mean what do you think about his opinion He's entire you know that that's absolutely fine. I can get why someone isn't necessarily into Sting, John. I can get why some people aren't into whatever.
1: Wrestling, that is wrestling, and that's what makes it amazing. It is a buffet. If you don't like it, don't eat it. If you <laughs> like it, keep keep coming back for more. I I just think it's really cool. Like, I'm not the hugest Sting fan in the world. I was more of the NWO guy growing up in my as I age myself here. But It's cool in 2021 to see a guy his age that we haven't seen, who has that allure wrestling in a match in front of a live crowd, who's willing to put over younger talent. I won't let you, I won't make you go down the Goldberg rant train today. We'll, we'll save that, but you get what I'm saying. It's cool. It's nice to see. I'm cool with this. He's not taking a world titles pick, you know, buddy. He's just, he's having a quick match where he's putting over, three people and in his last match he made ricky stark's powerhouse hobbs whether that name sticks or not <laughs> he he was in that match and put them in the center spotlight had them look really good and he's helping build like you said for the future so you yeah. can't you can't hate it i mean he can that's fine
0: but i don't but i can also understand someone having like you know old timer veteran fatigue at two you know i don't know if that's part of what Cyclops is better than Wolverine's feelings are, but you know, I can understand, especially since you know, the other company and the way they use their vets isn't necessarily inspiring, you know, and so you know, I can understand why sometimes, sometimes you just might get annoyed by that. You're like, oh, the old guys again. And he just pointed out in the chat, he says, I'm just not a nostalgia guy. So there you go. I mean, If if you're focused and that's super fair, you want the current product, you want the the, the current faces, you want them to get the spots. I can totally understand that. Absolutely. So we're at odds as the uh, uh, in regards to the result of this match. Let's see if we are at odds in regards to Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage here. That rhymes. It it does rhyme. (laughs) That's bars, actually. Um... I'm let you just jump right into this one John. How do you feel like this is feels like one of the most random matches they have on this card? This but what 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 are your thoughts about it?
1: I'm with you there. It's it's a random kind of pairing and are they 50-50 in this? Like they had Page lose to Cage and mm-hmm. then this is this is Hangman's match to win right. on what we all agree would be his road to Kenny Omega, sure. I think that that's the long-term goal here. So I think that's the
0: conventional wisdom. Yes,
1: yeah, it's I, I got I don't have a lot. I'm not super excited for this one. I I like both competitors, but I also just again, it's it's weird. It's random. I don't see how this benefits either one outside of Page winning and just stacking that resume again and keeping keeping moving through the summer. Are the, is the ftw title online no you just carry that around like, yeah because
0: it, like, it's a I lifestyle guess. if you remember if you remember that taz promo
1: it is a lifestyle <laughs> but you have a belt defend it why not at least then i'd be like oh you know i could see higman page walking around with that he's already got that mindset as it is just drinking and hanging out with the dark order you know i don't know so this
0: one you, you take the floor on this the, one i got I see as as a bit out of the blue that this match feels like it's 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 one of the matches I'm most looking forward to on the card solely on the basis of that extraordinary match they had on dynamite a couple of weeks ago which I thought was like that came out of nowhere showcased Brian Cage like a killer hangman page being as good as he usually is but that match was amazingly good. So I'm like, well, if that's what they do for a TV match, I'm stoked for the pay per view match, right? Like, if they're bringing it up, if they're, if they're gonna knock it up, I'm just, I'm, here, so, I'm, I'm just, are cool for with dad that to go. You got lucky, Paige. Yeah, you yeah. got lucky. You're lucky. I'm not gonna <laughs> that's what you, but, ah, but I agree Jesus. with you. Like, the do you 50 50 this? I, I don't
1: want to go down that road. A.W. is really, really good at even in a loss when Hangman took that loss. I think everybody's like, this guy is falling for Hangman.
0: Page. Yeah, but yeah, that's but it's brain not. He,
1: he he got right back at it. He's back on a hot streak. Cage is on. A, it's going to be good, but it's like, what do, think, you, what do you do with Brian Cage after that?
0: I think, I think you build Brian Cage. I think he wins again. Mm because my whole theory in regards to Han- to Adam Page was destroyed when uh, when Brian Cage defeated him I was like oh okay i everything just took a sharp right in regards to what i thought they were planning where you know Kenny would be ducking hangman page despite page having like a 30 win streak you know and yeah. and then people being like Kenny you can't duck him anymore. You can't. You can't. He is legitimately the number 1 contender. You can't. There's nothing you can do. He's... So they're they're clearly not going down that road. I still think Hangman Page and Kenny Omega is the match. I still think that's that's what that's what we're going oh, to, towards.
1: To take the the sports analogy of it, like in college football, it's great to get the loss out of the way early Sure. it is to lose at the end of the season and then you're out of the playoffs. This way you can have page go on a run after he, you know, loses Brian cage and elevate
0: cage. So, cause I think that's what they have to do. Cause look to me, Brian cage is a natural feud for Miro as TNT champion. I think it's a natural fit. Be fantastic. I think it'd be great for these guys to really go at it. Those guys have
1: more muscles in their pinky toe than I have on my whole body. So yes, let's see that. Absolutely.
0: And, um and, and and I'm still of the mindset I still think Paige Paige versus Omega at all out Paige loses and then what at Revolution next year they get the rematch and that's when that's when Paige that's when hangman Page wins third times the charm because he already oh. lost to Omega yeah that's what I think anyway I'm not booking so but come circling back here I I I think this is one that could go either way, but I think, I think you want to, I think you want to build Brian Cage. And I think you want to make him look dominant. And, and personally, I'm okay with, let's say, Brian Cage becomes the thorn in Adam Page's side. The wrestler that Adam Page just can't beat, you know? I'm okay with that kind of story like they like they did with Oscar and Becky Lynch for a while like you know Oscar Becky Lynch was unable to be to beat Oscar until she did and they they didn't make a big deal out of it it was a perfect story but that's a whole other thing like i that's the kind of sports centric storytelling that i like where you can call back around on this and it's like uh, in their last six encounters, Brian Page, uh, Brian Cage has defeated uh, Hangman uh, all six times. You know, yeah. is, is, does <laughs> even, Hangman finally have the formula to beat him this time around? Kind of thing. Yeah, you know?
1: even bad football teams play really well against their division rivals. You know what I mean? So you build that, like you said. I think that's an excellent point. You know, have that one guy or two guys that you just can't. Yeah. It's always a knockout, drag out slugfest that either one of you can win. I'm cool with that. I'm still gonna go with Paige just to be different from okay. you. Why not?
0: But I, again, it could be, it, and it, I ultimately it'd be okay. I, I'd be okay with it because I love Hangman Page. I think if I again, if I were booking it, I'd I'd put Cage over. I'd put Brian Cage over.
1: Well, Well, you're wrong, Warren. That's all I'm saying. Having an opinion different than mine.
0: My God, man! What
1: do you think this is? (laughs) Oh, my show. I'm a guest on your show.
0: That's the point. You should agree with me more.
1: Okay, you know what? You're right, Warren. Brian Cage. It is
0: hydration break. Hydration. Let's reset. (laughs) I got a little flustered just because my hydration levels were a little low. Yes. So it's okay. very important, folks, to keep yourself hydrated with water. In this case here, as I mentioned early in the, on the um, the pre-show that we were a little doing. ASMR there. <laughs> no, it's not bubbling quite as much, but uh, water fresh out of my soda stream. Mm. Ah, a little bubbly, you know, just to make, because I can understand, you know, I understand people as I don't like water. Add, add a slice of lemon here here's here let us take we're, we're getting our hydration break here's what you you get yourself a nice mason jar you fill up, fill it with cold water. take a handful of strawberries just slice them down the middle. don't get fancy just take the tails off right Just slice them down the middle John put them in there couple of slices of lemon close that bastard up put it in your fridge let it let, let it stand overnight the next day you have a, a, a taste sensation at your fingertips. Not too lemony, a little sweet, nice little pinkish color to it. Fantastic stuff. I'm telling you guys, there's no reason to not be drinking water because there are too many ways to make water interesting. Just like making Anthony Agogo interesting with Cody Rhodes in this feud that they've been having. They're going to have themselves a singles match. At Double or Nothing, um, I'm excited about this one. I legitimately am. Uh, I mean, every I, everyone's talked about the promo. Everyone, yeah, but I mean, I'm excited for this match. I'm excited for this match. Do you know why? Because they built they built it so that I'm excited to see Anthony O'Gogo wrestle.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Just as simple as uh, that
1: is Cody such a genius that he does these things that we know are over the top, but in like low key, he built this guy into somebody that we want to see wrestle and not only wrestle. I think we want to see him win. And Cody's like, I'm Cody, I'm bulletproof. He, he cut the promo that was questionable. Mm-hmm. I, I I wasn't feeling it. And I think, it was the wrong climate. They went with the trope that all foreigners are bad. And yep. I, I hate that trope. I think that is lazy. Oh, I
0: mean, we're in, in a way. We're in 2021
1: now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it, oh, he's from Britain. So, and I'm an American dream. But he did this in a way that. So he's coming out as the American dream. Mm-hmm. Is he willing to take the L as the American dream? There's so much to this, right? Okay. But if you but if you take down, da- if you don't if you beat Anthony Agogo, you just said, well, uh, ah, we're this guy isn't. I I think he's going to get the W here, Agogo. Right? I want to see him hit. The only thing I'm looking forward to is how many liver punches
0: is Cody Rhodes going <laughs> to, right? It's going to be it, uh, yeah, it's going to be
1: like ten.
0: Is it good? Yeah, I was going to say, is it going to be like the fiend eating curb stomps yes. level? It-
1: <laughs> so over the whole over-the-top American dream—they're shoving it down his face. They let Austin Gunn take two of these things. Austin right. Gunn.
0: Cody's Austin Gunn taken... was bleeding from the mouth.
1: Yeah, Cody's taken ten of these things. There's gonna be blood all over that match. I feel bad for whoever's got to wrestle in the ring next. <laughs> it's just the and then yesterday they had the build and. You know, Paul White's like a go-go. You came out with four guys. What are you, scared? And then Cody comes out with 50 people. Yeah,
0: the most Cody Rhodes thing. (laughs)
1: Like, it's so over the top, but in a a weird way, I think this is part of Cody's genius. He's going to go, I know people are going to shit all over what I'm doing. But look at this guy that we just built that you all want to see kick my ass.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Even if they're portraying him as the heel, we want to see what this guy can do. So in a weird way, Cody is, is playing the part perfectly.
0: Listen, I cannot, I, Anthony Agogo, um confirmed to me last week that he, he will never be a heel in my book. No. When he tweeted out uh, his, uh, his, how thankful he was. Uh, that a whole bunch of people unfollowed him once he tweeted a picture of himself officiating the marriage of his sister and her girlfriend. And he said, yeah. there, all the bigots are gone off my timeline. I'm like, I I cannot, I, how am I going to hate this guy moving forward? I can't, I just can't. Regardless, he, he'll, he'll always be a good guy in my book at this point. So, uh, Ooh, so yeah. Yeah. Chad, by the way, let me know I know you have opinions on the Cody Rhodes of GoGo stuff. I know you do. You watch wrestling. You watch wrestling for two reasons: for wrestling and to have opinions. Drop them in the chat. Let 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 us know what you think about a GoGo and Cody and all this stuff. The um, in this is what I don't know how genius it is because it's. I think it's Cody's love of the old school that's just. Bubbling back up to the surface, you know, he likes it. the greatest thing that Cody Rhodes has done is convince people that he's an old school wrestler guy when he's come up in the 2000s, you know, worked for WWE, the Indies, but New Japan, Ring of Honor, you know, he didn't sweat it on the territories, you know, and I love how. You know people are like Cody's the old school guy And I'm like Jesus Christ You know if anything Dustin should be Is legitimately an old school wrestler Right? Yeah. He's been wrestling for what? 40 years? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean like, And he's actually been through He's actually did territories Towards the end In WCW Like he did the whole thing So I love it when it's like Oh Cody's an old school guy He loves old school wrestling And that's fine And it it that's why his feud with uh that's why his feud with his brother worked so well because it just called on all these basic precepts of wrestling, and it's the same thing here. Rah-rah, America, USA, USA versus the evil foreigner. It's the most old school basic thing. So, so it's not a surprise to a degree where you're like, of course Cody's gonna do this at some point because he likes the revival stuff. He likes to bring it back. He likes to make us feel like, uh, oh yeah, this, this is how we used to do it. I just think- But it's a terrible trope. I, I don't like it. I, I don't, I, I, I think it's- I
1: like all the other stuff. <laughs> the foreigner thing is, is played out and not, but the way he's going about just being eccentrically over the top about it, it's like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing these. He does this. This is what Cody does. He smashes thrones. He says he's never going to challenge for titles. He cuts these promos. He always puts himself in these spots where for better or worse, at least we know we're going to be talking about it.
0: And like, I don't know. I don't know how much he's, he has a tendency to then go back on Twitter and explain what happened, you know? So sometimes I'm like, Is it genius or was he just? Is he not expect? Is it not the result he was expecting? Like maybe he was expecting something else. Yeah, you know, or he's kind of like, oh, I, you know, yeah, my promo, my promo was good, man. I ran it through a, I ran it through a a focus group. It was fine. Like, come on, man. Just but then, but then to go, I think I misspoke. But he didn't misspeak. it It
1: wasn't a focus group. It was like I worked it through veterans
0: backstage. But, and, but he didn't say, he didn't misspeak because I could, if he had said, oh, I, I ran it through a focus group and he says it a little bit offhandedly saying, oh yeah, I sent it to my friends and my confidants and I asked them what they thought about it. But no, he said, I workshopped them, put it through a focus group. We're a data driven company. We have databases. And I'm like, no, he didn't misspeak. <laughs> he didn't misspeak. That's exactly what he meant. That And I was crying I I thought it was the funniest shit It's like don't tell people You you spent most of your time Building AEW saying We're not going to have writers We're going to have people come up with these organic promos And now you're telling me you're running your promos Through focus groups
1: Most old school new school guy ever
0: Let me (laughs) go
1: I'm going to be old school on screen and keep kayfabe alive, but let me tweet about what I was actually doing. Exactly. Scenes. Oh, Cody, but I br- hope he gets
0: liver punch.
1: To, 10, I, and times.
0: I, I, 10 times, he says, and I think he's going to get liver punch. I think he's losing. If there's one thing that you have to say, that you absolutely need to say about Cody Rhodes is that he has been putting new guys consistently over Ricky Starks, uh, 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 Darby Allen, you can even argue that he helped make uh, um, uh, Brody Lee when Brody Lee had the squash for the TNT title, right? Let's not forget how bad t- Cody took a beating in that match. Didn't get any offense in when he, when Brody Lee won the title. He's doing it with, but that's the thing is that he has to do it with these new guys, with a guy like a go I, I don't think Cody should win. If Cody wins, then they're starting to nexus qt's qt's guys because the idea if your idea for qt's group is to take some young guys break them away to elevate them give them a a star position within the company you can't have the top guy coming in and then and then you know crushing them and 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 holding wins over them then it's just seen and the nexus you know what i mean Oh yeah,
1: seeing a chance it'd be raining down at Daily's place. <laughs> that would be something. That would be something.
0: Unless yeah. unless there's a way, unless they do it in a way where a gogo loses but keeps all the heat. Like which is possible too, you know. But the, my point, the point I'm trying to make is that a gogo has to be strong, has to win, has to or leave on his two feet. And if he loses Cody, if he loses the match, Cody has to, has to be dead, like figuratively speaking, of course. And We're going to do the old throw in the towel trope again. Maybe, you know, it's like. Uh,
1: I, I'm with you. I think you got to put a go-go over here. I just, you, like you said, I mean, Cody's not a title picture. The other EVPs are off doing title things. His job should be to continue to build this next crop of people because whether we like it or not, you know, Cody's getting older, they're all getting older and they, mm-hmm. if you want AEW to be successful, yes, you need names, but you need to build names. That's what we complain about at the other companies. They don't build enough stars and they rely on legends nights. Right. And things like that. So this, this has to be him standing talk. Yeah. Cody take 10 liver punches. I joke, but take, you know, take a beating, do the Cody Rhodes bleeding all over the place thing. But let this guy stand tall in do, Daly's place. Right. I don't think people are going to boo him after the fact. I don't know. Maybe it is. I, I mean, if they boo him, that's good heat.
0: That's what I, you want. You I'm know?
1: interested to see what the fans, what they I'm do really excited. There are so many of us that are like, he's the face of this. Cody's the heel.
0: I love, I love, Anthony Agogo's is my boy. I love him. That's right. He's that's great. That's right. Cyclops is better than Wolverine left us a super chat. Thank you very much. He says, did you all see Agogo's tweet on Stone Mountain face? Yes, I did see that earlier today where Anthony Agogo was um, visiting Stone Mountain in Georgia, which is that monument. It's It's a mountain, but it's also a monument to Confederate leaders, right? And he, I don't remember the exact wording of the tweet, but he was like, I'm visiting this this place where they where they're celebrating uh fallen soldiers who were fighting to keep slavery alive, you know, and I'm like, oh boy. Uh again. Uh, Base. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I did, Sorry, I did t- Cody. I'm I telling tried. you, a Go go is uh he's not he's not a heel for me, I'll tell you that much. Um but thank you very much. Cyclops is better than Wolverine for the super chat. I really appreciate it. Let's keep this going. We've also got Miro versus Lance Archer fighting, fighting off for the TNT title. Um, hot off of Miro's win a couple of weeks ago, Miro looks like a million thousand dollars, doesn't he, John? It's amazing.
1: Million thousand bucks or whatever Miro spends, whatever he's, whatever he's got. That dude. I mean, I'm telling you what his this work in the last month alone has been insanely good and everything that we've expected when he signed, right? This is what we wanted, but they kind of slow played him into the spot and had him hang out with Kip Sabian, which is fine. And now we're seeing what we wanted to see years ago from Miro. I I'm looking forward to this. I I love Lance Archer. I love, I think they're both just going to, it's just going to be a knockout drag out just too. Big sons of bitches is
0: beating the crap out of each other. What do you? Uh, okay, let's get this out of the way straight off the bat. And chat, of course, let us know who you think is going to win here. Lance Archer? Does Miro retain? Because uh, let's let's just go right into this one, and then we'll uh, I'll ask you my follow up question. Who who do you think wins here? Does Miro retain or does Archer win the title?
1: I think I think Miro retains. I think there's
0: more meat on the Miro bone. It's one of those. Lance Archer. That's a weird thing to say though. What? There's more meat on the Miro bone? More meat on the Miro bone. I don't want to hey, think I about s- Miro's I'm meat or bones. I'm not pre-
1: here I'm not here to kink shame more. I think about meat on Miro's bone. I'm not you know what? No, Take off no, your shirt. Oh. No, no. <laughs> 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 this is this might possibly be the most sexual word. He's got. <laughs> Shirts, bones, you know what I'm saying. Yes, yes, no. I there's don't. more meat to the Miro story. Yes, yes, but it's more fun to say bones. Oh, <laughs> what am I gonna do? Oh, and now I'm knocked <clears throat> over. Oh, well, awesome. that's fine. Anyway, anyway, back on track. The
0: uh, I think Miro retains as well. I uh, I think there's there's just too much still hanging around here. Now yeah. here's the follow up question. Here's the big one. And I think it's a really good question. What do you do with Lance Archer? That was where I thought you were going. So
1: I kind of held back there and we started talking about bones. Um, <laughs> Lance Archer in a weird way is in that jungle boy space where mm-hmm. it's like you put him in these high profile matches. He's going to show out. He's going to look good. He's going to do his job and putting over the, the mirrors of the world. But at what point do you just go? Again, he's a big spot. He's taking that L. Mm-hmm. So I'm, i I'm interested to see where they go. I mean, with the Forbidden Door thing, I'd like to see some New Japan callback crossover. Maybe have some do some stuff.
0: But that'd be fun. I don't know what you do with
1: Lance Archer. He's he's one of those guys when you signed him, you're like, all right, that makes sense. But then what do you, you just, there's I only so either. many spots for him. And he's not one of those guys that I would say separates himself from the pack. He's a big
0: dude that, you know, takes L's. <laughs> he's been tweeting a lot that he's, or at least saying, you know, that he's super happy and that apparently there's some good news that's arrived and there's some big things on the way for him in AEW like he's I he said it recently that he's never been as happy in a wrestling promotion as he is right now with AEW so uh, he's part of their plan I just I, I have trouble seeing when and where right now and I think the guy is great and I, I think the biggest revelation for a lot of people is how good on the mic he is I think it's something that I think that's become a, a surprise quality for him. It's like suddenly out of the blue, not only is he a big athletic monstrous guy, but he can cut promo. He doesn't need Jake Roberts talking for him. No.
1: <laughs> and honestly, for me, Jake Roberts, the thing has kind of ran its course.
0: He doesn't I think so too.
1: He doesn't ultimately bring anything more to the, to the, to the group or to the, the group, the duo that Lance just couldn't do himself. No, he and honestly, I think if he did it himself, it might come across a little bit better and be like, oh, this dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you got Jake Roberts, who, for better or worse, stumbles over some of those promos and it doesn't always hit. Doesn't so always it kind of, it's kind of like the old, you know, oh, that's my crazy uncle spouting off of the mouth again. So you kind of, by association, look a little worse because Crazy Uncle just said something
0: like Miro's meat on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> so we're both in agreement. Miro is going to win here. I think that's, uh, I think that's a safe bet. Yeah, let's let's keep that train rolling. I think there's another safe bet here, in the in the uh, AEW Women's World Championship match where Hikaru Shida is going to be defending against Doctor Britt Baker. I think this is a safe bet here too. Safe yeah. bet that uh, Britt Baker is going to be crowned the new Women's World Champion. If it does
1: not happen here, when? Like, what are they waiting on, right? Mm -hmm. That's my only, if it doesn't happen, and predictability doesn't necessarily mean this is going to be a bad match. I think both of them are phenomenal. She did a great job over this past year holding down the title. I wish they would have did a little more with her, but that's not her fault. She doesn't write the shit. But yeah, Britt Baker, firing on all cylinders. I think there's a collision course to be had again. I think you call back with the Thunder Rosa stuff. I think Britt could have great matches with the, with Red Velvet. I think that would mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. That would rule. Jake Cardgill, that could be fun. So yeah, if you're not going to do it now, when are you going to do it? What are you waiting for?
0: Like, what more can she do? You know, there's, you know, the this, I don't think Britt has been this hot since forever you know i think i think she's i think she's at her peak right now this is the logical moment to put the title on her and i don't think that there, there's not a uh, there i can't i haven't heard a compelling argument to the opposite right now to say now nah, keep it on Sheeta because x y you know the, again there are other wrestling companies that will remain anonymous that um <laughs> that um that sit on matches that sit on, you know the moment to give someone a title and finally end up doing it when the ship is passed, right This is Brit's moment it this is it. she's never been this good. she's never been this over. she's she is literally the face of the women's division right now. She is one of the most entertaining acts in the entire company, male or female, put together. Yeah, I had her it. I thought she should have won the tournament. The I think so too.
1: I thought that was a perfect spot, mm-hmm. and then right, I don't, and I think in a, I don't, I don't think they planned this out where they're like, we're gonna have fans, right? I think it just that's how the cards fell, and then here we are, full crowd. And I think last night it showed she was over with the fans. Oh hell yeah! Make it happen. Do it let's see where she can go. You, you can only do so much with her without the title. It doesn't hit as well, but now that she's, you signed her first people st- ran with that, right? She's the first women signing. So she should be the next, she should be Becky Lynch. Right. But it took time. She's here. Now she's there. You can still, you know, smell milk. The, she was the first AEW women's signee. Sure. If she doesn't win, I'm gonna throw something like this is like <laughs> on my show. We have the you gotta be joking me moment of the week shout out iconics. <laughs> this is this would be the you gotta be joking me moment of the year. Like why not do it right now? Make it happen. Double or nothing. DMD champion. Let's there's go. no
0: like there's really no. And I mean, it's a new title belt, right? There's a brand new title well, belt. Well, is we that here. the new title, or are they, are, is it the new title, or is it title they gave yeah. to Sheeta? I don't know. I don't know. Look, we'll see. But, we'll see tomorrow. Like, but it, but but in true Britt Baker form, take both of them. Oh yeah, just take both. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, walk
0: around, Britt two belts.
1: I don't care. Just give her the
0: title. Let's let's have the summer of Britt. And I'm with you. Sheeta did everything she could uh, during the pandemic. She was a great champion for them. I think you know. C- and just on a, on a pure, purely booking sense, you know, on a pure basic booking sense, John, I think it also makes sense. It makes even more sense to put the title on Brit because then you get fresh matches across the board. Yep. She does fought pretty much everyone or close to. Brit's going to give a whole bunch of, Uh, of extra fresh matches and you know people are going to be clamoring for a rematch with thunder rosa they're going to be wanting a match with chris statlander you know it's like this is stuff that people want to see then just make it happen you know this wild concept john of wrestling promotions putting on matches that people want to see what i mean i'm just throwing it out there i'm not you know i don't run i don't run a promotion what do i know it's hard. It's hard to stay hydrated when you're blowing my mind. <laughs> well, take a sip there as I read a uh, as I read a, a super chat from our boy throwback. Thank you very much, throwback. Throwback. He's, he says, uh, "Has Pluggo's wife asked him to take his shirt off yet?" This is the biggest meme I've ever seen. My God! And yet she has. You know it, and so has Anakin and Aaron. <laughs> yeah, there's and.
1: Warren Hayes asked, "I've got that. I'll clip that. I'm going to use that my
0: Oh, my my god
1: highlight package." There the great go. Warren Hayes asked me to take my shirt off on a stream, and I kind I of said a little check, yeah,
0: and I kind of said it a little aggressively too. It's like, yeah, take it off. Yeah, let's go now. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. All right. So that'll be uh, so. So that's uh, so that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. Throwback for the Super Chat. Uh, we're getting towards the end here. Kenny Omega is going to be defending the AEW World Championship, won't he? Not only against Pac, but against Orange Cassidy in a triple threat match. Uh, I'd like your thoughts straight off the bat, the bat. John, I'm going to give you mine. Mine is very, very simple. I don't like triple threat matches in for, for titles. I don't. And chalk it up to maybe fatigue because of... Another company that does them all the time, maybe, but I don't like it. I would have preferred a singles match with either of these guys. But that's just me. The floor is yours. Is it Pac or Pac? Which do you say? Pac. Pac. <laughs> um, PARK! Yeah, it, it was. Proc. A, it, I would have. Clark. <laughs> X Pac. Sprenacrum.
1: Ah, <laughs> word. <laughs> jumbled words ah for me yeah the triple threat thing is it is what it is i'm of the belief that orange cassidy is bulletproof and should be kind of used a little bit more sparingly i think like the illustrious it wears off but him and peck have a great a great chemistry together. And mm-hmm. I think orange Cassidy is here to take the L. And I think in this particular triple threat scenario, we know there's shenanigans coming, right? Sure. Cause there's no rules. The storyline has been that Omega doesn't want this. Mm-hmm. He hasn't wanted it. He's been trying to get Cassidy out of it for this whole time. So I think we see some good brother interference. Don Callis gets involved. Do you? It, yeah. I think so. I I know that it's not AEW's style. Like mm-hmm. I was actually surprised that they had the distraction finish for the number one contender match. So I thought, but it, wouldn't that just be Kenny Omega, Chicken Shit, Heel,
0: just to have just to leave sure. on a smarmy way? I mean, and- it makes sense. But they have been they have been good in protecting their their finishes like that, you know, and the distraction from what I understand, the distraction finished for the, the number one contenders match was because, you know, orange got his, his bell yeah, he, rung and couldn't get back up. Cause the match was supposed to go. Would you say minutes. he got juiced? I would say he got juiced.
1: Did
0: he get, did he get juiced. And juice is tasty, but never a substitute for water for proper hydration. That being said, uh, you know, I thought I think that <laughs> I think that um, I-, I think that um, uh, you know the the idea was it was supposed to go twenty minutes, so pro- you know, no interference so on and so forth. I think they went to that finish. It was something that was called on the fly, from what I understand, the yeah. uh, the interference. So thinking on your feet and that kind of thing. Yeah, but-, but as far as the pay per views go and all that, you know, if there if there has been interferences, it's never led to the finish you know what i mean like it happens during the match but it never directly leads into the finish it's not like belt shot rolls him up one two three we're done you know it's like belt shot then stuff happens and then you eventually get to the finish yeah Um, but there's a first time for everything there's a first time for everything (laughs) but i would have been super satisfied and i think it, it it kenny omega and orange cassidy i think would have let's not forget we're getting a a, a live crowd of people who are chomping at the bit to cheer for wrestling and orange cassidy super over kenny super over like that's ultimately all you needed that's really all you needed people were just gonna go nuts regardless and there's no one here that thinks that kenny omega is gonna drop the title so whoever that's fine like we said earlier, it's not because the ending is predictable. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. Right.
1: Right. So what does Pac ultimately bring to this? I guess I feel like that's where you're going with it. Like adding him
0: in. I mean, uh, no, I mean, my point being is that Kenny Omega and Orange Cassidy would have been a little fresher because we, because we've seen Pac and Omega go at it a couple of times in AEW, but then again, Pac and Omega go at it in AEW and it's amazing. So, that yeah. would have been a good match too It's just the fresher match And the one where people would have just Cheered for and gone nuts for Cassidy, Omega I think as a singles match It would have worked really, really well That's the point I'm trying to make Not that Pack is the third wheel here My God No I, I mean, would never dare say Pack is a third wheel for anything
1: I don't want him coming to beat me up No, I don't mean it in a bad way I just like you said to that point Like the two of them would have been A home run in front of fans mm-hmm. and then you kind of throw Pac in there and it kind of gets convoluted in a way where I think they're going to put on a great show for a triple threat. Oh, but for sure. You didn't need it. So you're kind of just putting a hat on a hat on a hat.
0: On that's a, hat. a good, uh, that's a good analogy. <clears throat> Cause I
1: gonna be a lot going on there with the death triangle Cassidy's crew. The, it, it might just, you never, it could, it could end up just being a brawl there's no dq in a triple
0: threat so. might might end up uh you know becoming a uh the catalyst for the uh, for them trios titles that were yes that they to get
1: oh that Cody pretty much said on the conference call that that's coming yeah. and maybe maybe Chris Dan- lander you know Boops Don Callis that'd be fun that... <laughs> and then close
0: lines of or something oh, okay All right. I'm
1: here for that <laughs>
0: I'm here for some shenanigans. Um, I'm looking forward uh, to this match regardless to because it won't be bad. There's the three gentlemen involved in this match are just too goddamn fucking talented for it to not be a good match. You know, it's but, you know, we're talking personal preferences here because I'm aware like this is completely a personal preference thing. Triple match I could have done without a triple threat match I could have done without. What? Who do you think is going to win here? You and your personal preferences. My, me and my personal preferences. Wow. Uh, all not, the
1: time. Not allowed. Uh, I think you, I think you go Omega. I don't.
0: No. Not I
1: would love, point. though, I, I would love a full crowd, Orange Cassidy holding up the belt with the thumb. Oh, dude, that would be, that'd be a great ending to this, but. I think you go with Omega and you just run with it. I'm interested to see how they do it. This match for me is all about how are they going to get to the destination? And I'm all for that. So, but it's Omega. It's Omega.
0: Throwback left us a super chat and a kind super chat on top of that. Thank you very much, Throwback. I appreciate it. He says, this is the Omega versus Roman of preview shows. (laughs) My God, this is amazing. And there isn't a title belt being contested here. Hey, you know me. I'm not about the titles. I'm, I'm not.
1: Roback is all about that. So who's Roman and who's Omega here? Because Oh, well,
0: I mean, clearly. I have
1: no, I'm no tribal chief. You know what I'm, I'm no head
0: of the table. No. Well, the head of the table knows that you have to stay properly hydrated. Eight ounces, eight times a day. So I'm going to say, <laughs> he says, by the way, Omega wins pack wins just by losing. Sure. Because pack is amazing. Uh, the old saying: uh, No one loses; they both win. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean it's it... you know who wins we win the fans. This yeah. match will be a lot of fun, and it's, it's going it's to be not... a fun match, you guys. It's going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun match, you guys. That's at the very least, absolutely.
1: Oh, that's a Warren Hayes
0: staple right there. You got that right, Sonny, and I'm going to send you. You're going to get a letter from my lawyers, by the way. Stay
1: desist
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, you know, this is a fun cease and desist letter, you guys. Um,
1: if you if you've been paying attention to Spencer and I's little beef, you know, controversy creates cash. That's my whole motto. <laughs> well, hey,
0: listen, spent the the main the, the main the main controversy regarding Spencer Love, who's in the chat by the way. How you doing, Spenny? The main controversy about him is that his voice hasn't broken yet. So that's the you know, and yet there he is podcasting. The pinnacle and the inner circle are, gonna have, are going to have a stadium stampede match, John. It, uh, <laughs> off of the blood and guts, blood, guts, crash pads, we're leading into the inner circle versus the pinnacle. Um, look, I'm, I I have questions more than answers about this match. Not gonna lie. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. How do you think this is gonna go down? What are your feelings about it? Yeah. Tell this us about is your one, feelings.
1: This is one of those blood and guts.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: But I'm just I'm not a piece of meat for it. <laughs> I have I have feelings. <clears throat> i I wouldn't have this show any other way that's all (laughs) if i'm never invited back i've
0: peaked we will always have this moment
1: we'll always have this moment blood and guts right that's the finish to this thing and you just move them on and there's no reason the inner circle can't exist and the pinnacle can't exist i know why they're doing it i know that that's what we can't you know what i think in a way it's gonna be the pinnacle. By the way, what does Chris Jericho have against pineapples? He was pineapple Pete, the pineapple pinnacle. What is this beef with pineapple?
0: I don't understand. He does not like tasty, the, sweet citrus fruit.
1: Is, is he? He's from Canada. Is that like a Canada no. thing? I just checking because I know you're from up there. Spencer's up there.
0: I don't know. Well, I mean, I'll, it might be an Alberta thing, though. What well, you know that yeah. they're from the same <laughs> province. So, but, it, but my point is.
1: So I think Chris Jericho and he's been doing it in this build. He's been doing a lot of backseat driving. He's been letting the Sammy Guevara's and the Hager's and Santana Ortiz speak first and sure. then he comes in. So I think he's prepping these guys for their next ventures in AEW. So I'm excited to see what they do. I don't know if it's going to replicate the first one. Cause I don't, I thought that that was fantastic. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. All I want is some scene they're running through the practice field and Tim Tebow and Trevor Lawrence look at each other and go, where are we? And like urban Meyer to be like, what the fuck is this? Like, that's all I want. And then the rest of it can end however it needs to end. But I just want there to be a Tim Tebow moment. Cause why would you sign him and have him practicing right now down there for you sports fans? He's he's, he's there he's 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 working anyway
0: mods please ban any chat about tim tebow in the chat right now that's something i forgot to mention from the start of the show
1: oh well you should have uh, told me in our pre-show oh, well, there, yeah. i i wasn't aware i thought we were anyway, on the same level i i don't i think it's going to be good i think all the participants are good there's a lot of questions as to where they go how they do it how they make it different right, right. it's you can only do so much in a football stadium
0: that you did at the first one. Well, here's the thing: I think that it can't be comedy, right? Like you're saying, this is maybe we disagree on this. Where it's like I'll have Team Tebow and you know, standing around and going, what? you know, doing what, huh? You know, or a, or a that spit would, take. That'd be awesome. Don't lie. But you can't do that. You can't you're do right. that in this context because look. couple of weeks ago they were bleeding on each other they wanted to murder each other now you can't come in and have fun funny spots and people resurrecting out of water and people riding around in horses and taking shot glasses of milk like you can't do that in in how this feud was built if they do that it's a step back look i'm i'm not gonna lie the the thing that they did when jericho came back and they sprayed them with water i thought it was a complete tonal dissonance with everything they had set up so far with the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle, where they're all like, "It's all business. It's not corny shit. It's just we're just beating the hell out of each other." And I'm like, "Why are they doing?" Yeah, this? I didn't like it either. I, like to me, it was a tonal shift that didn't make sense. So if they come into uh, the Stadium Stampede thing with the idea that they could, they can do the ha-has, it's not going to connect. It's not going to register because technically, these are these are two teams. Uh, 10 guys who want to kill each other a couple of weeks ago you had Dax Harwood basically telling Santana kiss your kids tell them daddy's not coming home you're like Jesus man that was amazing so now you you can't turn around and be like <laughs> we're doing uh we're, we're doing locomotion uh northern light suplexes across the football field and, and punching the Jaguars uh mascot you can't do that shit you're right
1: and you're the voice of reason warren you're you're properly hydrated
0: yeah oh yeah see it's all about hydration man that's how you get the good takes the (laughs) the the, and i think last night on dynamite with the way it ended and i apologize john i know i don't want to blindside you i know you didn't watch the whole thing but the the show ended with um with uh dual pile drivers Through tables, like jumping off a railing through tables. I'm like, okay, so this is the tone that they're setting. It's going to be all business, no nonsense. Then they tweet out a picture of the inner circle, not the inner circle, but the pinnacle pissing on the, um, on the, the inner circle logo that's on one of the end zones. Like they're all turned and they all have their trousers down and they're, you know, and they're peeing on it. So, like, there's, it's not about comedy. They hate each other, and that's the tone you have to go. I, th- I, 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 I think. I think if we get anything else, I'll be disappointed. I'm with that. Th- Make that happen. That sounds great. I
1: do think though, you will see some slight comedic spots because I think that that's the inner circles stick is they're kind of funny. They try to be funny. The whole sure. water. The water shooting thing, which I personally wasn't a huge fan of. I didn't think that it needed to happen, especially the week after Blood and Guts. No,
0: it didn't serve it, anything.
1: Let it, yeah, let it let it simmer. But yeah, I mean, the only, like you said, I think if you have Stadium Stampede 1, which is hilarious, they put out the shirts when they lost, 50% off thing. I think you have Stadium say P two B like an absolute war,
0: right? Like I all think it se- all in be. all seriousness, you're and, right. Like, and here's the thing that I that I'm really curious to see how they're going to execute this. We're hyping it. They're, we keep we keep being reminded this is the first big pay per view back with a full arena of people. You can't have seventy percent of the match happen on the fucking football field with people in the audience watching it on a screen, right? Yeah. I don't, oh, think, I don't, I don't think, I, I think that's a misread if you do that.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Do they, do, do you go 70% in the ring and then some shenanigans? I mean, there's 10 guys going, maybe they have some action always in the ring. Maybe they have it on the screen and you're kind of, you know, keeping an eye out wherever you want. I'm, I'm more intrigued. Like you said, there's more questions. That's than it. Answers. I'm
0: intrigued as to how they do it. You remember that, that brawl, that butcher and the blade and the bucks had that mm-hmm. started like in the kitchens yeah, where the butcher didn't have a shirt on, and I was like, that's an
1: FDA violation, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I can't be in my butcher shop shirtless.
0: Absolutely <laughs> not. And especially not on a on a YouTube podcast, by the way, because no. you don't want to wreck the terms of service. But you they I like the structure of that match because it started it started with the shenanigans in the back, which were entertaining, but then they eventually got to the ring. And then the match really... I, the match exploded for me when they all got... Uh, but they did say the ring is at the 50-yard line. Excalibur did I, say that in the it's build. It's so weird. Like, Okay, I don't know how they're going to do that. Well, look, we'll see what happens, but I don't, like... And, and uh, okay, conventional wisdom right now, or at least a lot of people are speculating, that this is going to be the main event. Do you finish your pay-per-view main event in front of people on a, on a screen. Yeah. Over like, yeah. Cause it's
1: daily's place. Yeah. and the Stadium over there. Maybe not. I would hope that it's not the main event, right? I really hope that you maybe you just move Kenny Omega Pac and Cassie that spot. So you have, I'll be, can, it would be a misfire like to have it end yeah. Out there in the yeah, where there's no, unless they just say, everybody get up real quick and move to the stadium, which no, again, yeah. that even
0: that, that's, that there's so many logistical issues here. <laughs> they, they, they can't, they can't do that.
1: They can't do it. It's not possible. So
0: I don't know. I, I, I really don't know how this is going to go down. Like, I'm very curious to see what the positioning on the card is going to be. Like if it's midway through the card, we're not. And it it all happens, you know. There's a bunch of stuff they pre shot and it ends on the screen. It's not that big a deal to me. It's like, okay, you know, it's a nice (laughs) intermission. It's, you know, the first
1: one was like a half hour long. Yeah. You can't do that. You're right. You can't do that
0: with people that you can't
1: half hour looking at a
0: screen. Yeah, you can't. You really, not in, not live. They had the luxury last year of doing it in front of no one so they could do whatever they wanted. But I mean, if then you know what it is. Then it's the uh, what what uh, the House of Horrors match.
1: Remember yeah, that that?
0: Did, that didn't go well. And, and I, you know, and then when they did come back to the ring, it was just complete bullshit. You know, like the whole <laughs> thing, the whole thing was bad. Yeah, just keep it in the house. Don't bring it to the ring. But then I, I'm, supposed the to, I'm
1: supposed to believe Randy Orton ran ten miles, or yeah, Bray White conveniently lives right by this arena. Come on, come, come on, man.
0: So um, the stipulation is that the inner circle disbands if uh, they lose the match. So who wins? Who loses here?
1: Well, I'm going with the pinnacle because to steal my own phrase that I just made up, I think there's some more meat on the pinnacle bone. <laughs> um, I just don't
0: think you put the, <laughs>
1: That's going to be the new catchphrase.
0: Uh, and the pinnacle is always on top. Don't forget that. Oh, always on top.
1: Uh yeah, I just you don't put this group together to break them up. Well, they're not their stipulation is so they break up, but I don't think you have them lose. I think you continue to build them into the next inner circle, right? I think the inner circle served its purpose for the first couple years of AEW. We're oh, but gonna... it's just
0: the inner circle that breaks up.
1: The yes, yes. Yeah, the, the pinnacle has, has nothing to fun. lose, really. But if they lose. It takes a little bit of that luster that they just had this awesome blood and guts match, yeah. and then kind of drive the point home, kind of like you were saying with Brian Cage like, just mm-hmm. drive the point home, the pinnacle, the inner circle, and then you can't. It's wrestling, right? The inner circle can get back together later. There may be they don't they break up, but it's not going to be like they turned on each other, so they'll still be cool. You can still have cool moments throughout the show, but I'd like to see what you know Sammy Guevara can do on his own and I'd like to see Santana Ortiz get a proper title run without sure. inner Circle cuz I think Pride Powerful as much as people don't like
0: the name I think they're
1: fantastic Oh they're
0: amazing exactly. and we need we need to get them back to the LAX aggression levels that they've that they had that's that's what I'm that's what I'm looking for
1: and I think they're getting there I'm loving the way like Ortiz is holding the mic all upside down and just raw and and I think Jericho needs some time off to be, he's probably going to tour with Fozzie this summer, full crowd. That's what we hear. So you just, you split them up. That doesn't mean they can't get back together in Stadium Stampede 3. The boys are back in town. You know what I mean? Are Uh, you ready for a good time?
0: I'll tell you what I'm ready for. The Inner Circle breaking up. I think they've run their course. I'm a little more, I think I'm a little more severe than you. I think the Inner Circle has run its course. I don't think it's, I, I, I think they've been an impediment in many situations, I don't think they're as entertaining as they were from the get-go. And I think it's been holding back guys like Sammy Guevara and, and Santana and Ortiz. I think the breakup will be beneficial for everyone. I think everyone is smart enough in the room to realize, when I say the room AEW, I think they were smart enough to realize all of that. I think Jericho's smart enough to realize. Oh, for sure. And, and like
1: he's... And... Able. I have a follow up to that
0: though. Did you did you
1: believe Eric Bischoff when he said that they, the inner circle could surpass the NWO
0: oh. in terms of faction? <laughs> I love Eric Bischoff. He's the king of historical revisionism. You know, and and then and then the great thing is is you know like in 10 years after this when he's doing a podcast, he's talking with Conrad and Conrad says you remember that, you know, that, you know, that time you said that the, the, the inner circle was going to be better than the the NWO. What do you think? Do you think the inner circle ended up being better than the NWO? And then Eric Bischoff will say, I don't recall saying that. Yeah. I, I, what are you talking well, What about? are you talking about, Eric? It was on TV. Nope. No memory of that. Sorry. Can't help you. <laughs> If I remembered, I could answer, Conrad. Right. You know, but right
1: if, now, if I said it, what I really was trying to convey was. I not said, that. yeah,
0: exactly. I said they would be better if the NWO came out in twenty twenty one. Right? Yeah. Okay, Eric. Sure, sure. <laughs> but yeah, let's break them up. Let's let's
1: start. Yeah, let's, fresh. we're
0: done. I I think we're done. And the pinnacle, the pinnacle is fantastic. I think it's a great group of guys. No nonsense, all business. A- MJF uh, not cutting comedy promos, just being snarky, insulting, and aggravating. I love it. I love it from A to Z. Um, I, I actually
1: think too the Inner Circle probably would have split up sooner had, um, you know, Sammy Guevara not had that little hiccup. Back, when they you had think this- it would have split up earlier? Because I think, I think that that was Sammy's vessel. Like he was one of the younger on, you know, homegrown talents, if you will. I think they were going to build into the next star. Like it was always MJF, Jungle Boy, Sammy and Darby, right? Those are the four guys. And I think the inner circle was his vehicle to move up into the next level. And I think it just took a little bit more time due to some unfortunate comments that he had made. But here's the chance to, again, start building your next guy.
0: Sure. I, th- that, that, that I'll, uh, I, I agree with. And I think, I, I think, I think it, it'll be a good moment to do that. Well, there you have it folks. We just ran down the entire card. I want to say hello to Jason, uh, Jason, Jason, Jason. Yes. Jason PS3 and JS Brown, who are in the chat, jumping in as we are about to sign up and DGMC mod extraordinaire says that Eric Bischoff will probably end up blaming it on Meltzer somehow. That, that's Fuck, awesome that's Dave Meltzer that's another avenue that's absolutely something um so there you go uh fantastic I, look went through everything Your feeling overall are you, you think it's going to be a, a good show a great show down the road down the middle I mean like if you were to give you like your final impression I'm expecting this kind of show
1: I'm expecting, I always expect AEW to put on good shows, right? Mm -hmm. I'm always going into it, not going, oh man, this is just going to be a bunch of rehashed stuff. So I'm expecting full crowds. I'm really intrigued, right? This is an intriguing show because they are telling us with the paid fans that they've had, who we should root for. But now that you're having like fans that have paid, they're going to tell us, the stories of who what they think right so i'm excited i'm excited to see who gets the big pops and i think they are going to pull out some stops that maybe we're not expecting Uh, overall long story shorter shorter answer i think it's going to be a good show and i expect it to be a good show but i always expect aw to put on a good show so don't disappoint me on this one
0: right (laughs) (laughs) you've been warned yeah, you've been war, war in. Oh, my God.
1: Don't disappoint me on the prediction show that I'm on with Warren Hayes, okay? There don't, you go.
0: Don't do that. Don't do that. And au contraire, I want to take a, mo- a moment to thank you, John, for joining me on the prediction show today. This was a lot of fun and some great conversation, good insights. It was a, It really was a, a pleasure to have you. Why don't you let people know where they can find all of your wonderful dealings and whatnot? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter,
1: Facebook at Wrestling Plug Inc. Doing my thing there. You can find me <laughs> contributing at Love Wrestling with Spencer Love. Uh, I do a show with JPJ Thursday nights, 8 or 8.30, depending on what we've got going on after that. It's called Between Two Beards. We shoot the, the shit, so to speak, and we, we don't always keep it wrestling-centric. I mean, I, I, Mr. Warren Hayes had popped on, and he talked about proper hydration. I know everybody has you come on and talk about wrestling. We wanted to talk about water. So that's where you can find me, and uh, Warren, honestly, man, this has been a pleasure, dude. I I'm still shocked that you asked me to. Do oh, come this. on! So. This
0: was a lot of fun. Don't stop it. I know, uh, no, it. no was a,
1: it was it was a lot of fun. It was a great time. You're one of the you're one of my favorite people in the wrestling business, man. And it is an honor to be here.
0: Well, it was. I'm very happy you accepted the invitation. I'm thrilled that you, that you were able to make time to come on. John, I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you everyone who joined us live to watch the show here. If you're still here, give the video a thumbs up. Why don't you? And if you're listening on your own accord, that's fantastic. On your favorite podcast app. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank yous all around. That's what we're doing here. Hope everyone has a great Saturday. Enjoy the pay-per-view. See you next time. time.